Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Derry Davis here at Higher Heights Ministry Center, right here in the city of Danville, Virginia. You are about to hear a phenomenal message. I want you to subscribe and I want you to share it and be blessed. Hey, this is Pastor Davis from the Higher Heights Ministry Center, and this is our podcast. Now, I pray that the message you're about to hear will shape and transform your life. So be encouraged, be inspired, and thank you for tuning in. God is already preaching in this house. I don't know if he that have an ear, can you hear what God is preaching? What he is echoing through this service? I hear it. I'm just going to echo what God is already preaching. I woke up preaching in my spirit, and all through the service, I've been hearing an echo in every song and everything we've been saying and doing. God is preaching in this house. So I'm just going to put a bow on it. I'm just going to try to tie it all together, if that's okay. And with all a whole lot of preliminaries, because the spirit of God is already moving on his own accord. We don't need to pump and push him any further. His presence is here. Uh, we want to just, Lord, I just pray for those who's tuning in right now, scrolling through that timeline, that they stop right here and understand that this is not an accident or a coincidence, that they paused here for a second. But Lord, you have a word for your people today, Lord God. I ask you to open up the ears of the listeners, Lord God. Call attention their spirit right now and their heart, Lord God. They hear what you would have to say to your people this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Get your Bibles. Get your Bibles. Second Kings. Second Kings, the fourth chapter. Come on. The fourth chapter and the 26th verse. Now, before I go into it, it's a, this is a uh, familiar to some, but I'm just going to talk it out because there's so many scriptures I don't want to read them all. But if I could just paraphrase for a while. We're talking about this Shulamite woman. This Shulamite woman who's noticed the prophet Elijah passing through her neighborhood on a regular and consistent basis. Now, she noticed, took notice of him and discerned that this was a man of God. So she desired, like many of us should, to take care of the man of God. Ask him if he needs anything to eat when he's coming through. And she would begin to fix dinner for the man of God every time he passed through. Then she said, well, this is not enough. Uh, she talked to her husband and said, Honey, can we prepare a room for the man of God? Uh, the man of God travels back and forth, and he always comes through our neighborhood. And can we just prepare a room for the man of God to rest in his travels? And her husband, being a good husband, he let them prepare a room for the man of God. So the man of God began to feel like he needed to put a blessing, speak a blessing into this woman's life. So he asked what she had need of, and she, he noticed that she did not have a son. And he, he prophesied to her that in this next season, you are going to be birthed a son. And she said, now, don't lie to me now, prophet. This is a big thing. And he said, I as sure as I'm saying you will have a son. Amen. And it came to pass that she had a son. 
And when the son grew up, we know the story. Some of y'all already know from getting for me. When the son grew up, he began to go. One day he went out into the field with his father to work. And he said, my head, my head. He had a stroke and he fell out. They took him to his mother and she held him until he died. Come on, somebody. The Bible said he died. Okay. Now the woman of God called to her husband, said, please, can you get one of the servants ready? And can you have one of the servants take me to the man of God? And the husband said, yes, go. You can go see the man of God. And that's where we find ourselves in Scripture in verse 26. And the Bible reads as this. When, and when this is right after the prophet has seen the woman coming. So he says to this, run now and pray thee to meet her, talking to his servant. And say unto her, is it well with thee? Is it well with thy husband? Is it well with thy child? And she answered, it is well. This is such a confusing scripture to people who don't understand what it means to be a child of God and to be saved and be in the body of Christ in such a way that they don't even understand how this makes any sense. Why is the woman saying it is well when her child is laying dead? This begs us to question what is happening with the woman. What is her reason? Come on, somebody. Behind saying it is well. And we find something powerful. That this is not just one incident, but many times in scriptures we find that the people of God have a peace, have a confidence, have something that the world don't understand. And early this morning when I woke up, I heard God speaking into my spirit. And he said, is a problem really a problem when you know the answer? He said, is a problem really a problem when you already know the answer? One plus one is not a problem for a fifth grader. Why? They already know the answer. That God is saying, if you know where the answer is, problems aren't really problems for those who have the answer. So God told me to title this message this morning, I Know the Answer. When you're wondering why I'm not going crazy, I'm not panicking. I'm not tripping out. I'm not worrying, stressing out, getting depressed over my situation, my problems, my circumstance. I know the answer. Oh, come on, somebody. They used to teach us in class. They said when we would do the, those complicated math equations, they said, get the answer and show the work. As believers of God, some we already know the answer, but right now we're just trying to show the work. We in the midst of working out the problem, but we already know the answer. 
So we find the Shulamite woman. This was not a lie. This was not any trickery. This is not something she just said. But she already understood that the answer was with the prophet of God, the man of God. The God himself had the power to fix the problem. And because she already knew the answer, knew what needed to be done, when he said, is it well with you? Is it well with your husband? Is it well with your son? She said, it is well. She already knew the answer. So this is, comes to a situation where some of us, people, us believers in Christ, we say, well, I've prayed about it. I've read scriptures. And I still, I don't know. I'm still waiting to hear from God. I still don't know. I'm still worried. I'm still stressed out. I want to tell, let you know this morning that the issue is not whether God is going, whether it's, the issue is not really your problem. The issue is your confidence and in your faith in God. That's the issue. In every circumstance, in every problem, the issue for the believer of Christ is really not the problem itself. It's the faith and confidence in God. Because if you really believe God is who he says he is, you really believe the word of God. He said all things are working together for your good. He said, come on, somebody. He said greater is he that is with it than he that is in the world. He said, oh, my God, he can work out. And is there anything too hard for God? So the problem, the issue is not, it's really not the problem itself. It's where is your faith in God? Is that not what we see with the disciples? Watch this. Sometimes for us believers, it's not that we don't know who God is and what God can do. But sometimes we get so distracted by the circumstance, so distracted by the issue that we forget that we already know the answer. The disciples was on a ship out to sea. And all of a sudden, a storm came out of nowhere. It was such a storm that the disciples went in a panic. They were doing everything, trying to keep the boat on the water. They were grab- I'm sure they were grabbing buckets, bending down, hey, moving the sail, panicking. And somebody said, where's Jesus? They went and woke up Jesus, and he said, what is wrong with y'all? What is wrong with y'all? Why are y'all going crazy? Did not y'all see me heal the sick? Didn't you see me raise the dead? Didn't you see me feed 5,000? Have I ever failed you? Have I ever let you? Come on, somebody. When they woke Jesus up, they said, what are you doing sleeping while we perish? He said, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with your faith? The problem sometimes is not the situation. It's our faith in God and being distracted by the situation till we can't see that we already have the answer. The answer was already on the boat. No need to panic. All he did was say, peace be still. Problem solved. The answer is on the boat. The solution is right there. Everything we need is right there. I know the answer. This is why David said, 
Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will feel no evil. Why? Because thou art with me. Thou rod and thy staff, they comfort me. What was he saying? He's saying, God, you are the answer. You are the solution. It don't matter if I'm laying in green pastures or I'm in the valley of the shadow of death. When I take my eyes off my circumstance and I put my eyes on the answer, the solution, I find comfort and confidence. What did he say? Thou rod and thou staff comfort me. The thing about the rod and the staff, they call it a crook. Oftentimes, the shepherd's staff would have a hook on the end. The reason why it had a hook on the end, because it was used for not only for to keep the sheep in line, but to, but to pull the sheep out of low places, ditches, anything. They could pull them out. Not only that, but they used it for protection. So David said, when I look at my God and his rod and his staff, why should I fear? If I get in a place where I need to be pulled out, his rod and his staff can pull me out of a low place. If I get to the place where I need guidance, his rod and his staff will direct me. If I get to the place where I need protection, his rod and his staff will protect me. So he took his eyes off the problem and put it on the solution. He put it on the answer. I have the answer. This is why the woman, we don't, we don't panic. We don't get discouraged as the world does. We don't freak out and stress out and lose it when we go through play, hard places. Watch this. Because it's not if we coming out. It's when we come out. Come on, kids. We got to change the way we speak. It's not if I ever get out of debt. It's when I get out of this debt. If you're a child of God, it should be no ifs. It should be wins. Trade the if for a win. When, if I pay all these bills off, I can find no, no, no. When you pay the bills off, if I ever can get my health right, I do. No, no. When you get your, come on, somebody. You turn in your ifs for wins. And this is why. The Lord said, they that wait on the Lord. See, we're waiting on the Lord, but we're not stressed while we wait. Because it's not an if, it's a win. <laughs> it's not an element of doubt there. It's just a time for being patient. Come on, somebody. So the Bible said, they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. Why? Because they know it's just a matter of time. They don't know how he's going to work it out, but it's only a matter of time, and this thing going to pass. I'm coming out of this. Come on, somebody. I'm going to get through this. It's not an if I'm going to get through it. It's when I come out of this. Come on, somebody. You going to renew your strength when you turn the if into a win. Win, win, win. Not if. If. It's a win. When you turn it into a win, you can wait on the Lord and be of good carriage. So the woman, this Shulamite woman, she came before the prophet and she said, I need you. He, she said, what did I tell you when you told me I was going to have a son? She said, I told you, don't play with me now. 
Now my son is laying. He laying dead. And immediately the prophet went to see about her son. And he raised her son up. And she did not have a doubt that it was not possible. She did not have a doubt that that was not the answer. But it was only a matter of time. So it is well because I have the answer. I want you to remember this. When you're going through your tests, when you're going through your trials, when you're going through your low places, when you're in the valley of the shadow of death, if you begin to take your eyes off the problem and the situation and the circumstance and fess them, see, come on, the devil is trying to distract you with it all. All the noise of it, all of the way it looks. But if you know the answer, a problem is really not a problem when you already know the answer. It's really not a problem when you already know the answer. I know the answer. Come on, tell somebody, I know the answer. I already know the answer to this situation I'm in. I already know the answer to this circumstance I'm in. I already know the answer. So we have faith in God. And we can always see where our faith really lies. Because some of us have felt more faith, too much faith in our jobs, too much faith in our friends, too much faith in our money, too much faith in our spouses, too much faith in everything around us. And when the job shuts down, you get discouraged. You get, you get depressed. You get worried. You get stressed out. You can't sleep because you got more faith in the job than you got in the solution. And the answer to every problem. And that's why God said all these other things are changed, but God the same. If you put your faith in God above everything else, that's the one consistent fixed position that will never change, never alter, no matter the circumstance. God will be God. And he said it just like he said to Moses. I am that I am. Everything you need. Anything you trying to figure out, anything you need to be worked out, I can handle it. Is there anything too hard for God? There's nothing too hard for God. So because I know the answer, it is well. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you're going through over Facebook, over the podcast of what you're hearing me preach this morning. But is there anything too hard for God? Answer that question within yourself. If there's nothing too hard for God, then why are you stressed so much? Why are you worried so much? Why are you panicking? Why can't you sleep at night? Why can't you come on somebody? It's time to put your faith in God. It's time to take your eyes off of your problem and put it on the solution. And yes, I know we still got to work. Come on, do the work, show your work. But while you're showing your work, be confident because you already know the answer. Uh, I know the answer. Let me pray for you. Lord God, we thank you, God, for today, Lord God, how you met us here and you show yourself faithful once again. We thank you how you've proven yourself to us, God. 
We thank you for your track record with us, God. We thank you that your credit with us is good. Lord, sometimes we just need to be reminded. We just need to look how far you brought us, God. We need to take our eyes off the circumstance and put it on the answer. Put it on the solution. I pray for everyone that's going through this morning. Everybody that's battling some issues today. Battling issues with their, with their health, God battling issues with their mind, battling issues with their relationships, God. I want you to begin to help them, God. Remind them to change their ifs into wins, God. It's not a matter of if it's going to be happening. It's only when. When God turns it around, God will fix everything. God will make it all right. Everything, no matter what it looks like, is all working together for your good. Be in good courage. Wait on the Lord. Have faith in God. He will never fail you. God bless you and be encouraged. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We hope that this word encouraged you. Before we go, we would like to invite you to join us on Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. at 236 Parker Road in Danville, Virginia or live worship service at 1130 a.m. on YouTube and Facebook. To make a donation to our ministry, you may do so via Cash App or PayPal at HHMC or HigherHeightsMC at gmail.com. God bless and see you next week. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Remember to like and share. And if you would like to stay connected, please subscribe to our podcast. Also, please follow us on social media through Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Or visit us in person. We are located at 236 Parker Road in the great city of Danville, Virginia. If you would like to give to our ministry, please click on the link below. Thank you again and enjoy your day.